The Hard Shoulder with Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Okay, let's move on to our relationship section. We're joined again by Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, to steer you through your relationship problems and issues. Uh, Each week, we do remind you to get in touch with us with whatever your problem might be so Stephanie can help. The way to do it is you can email thehardshoulder at newstalk.com, text us on the usual number 53106, and we will read out your uh, missive, and Stephanie will then advise you, and we will treat it with anonymity. So, here's what she had to say. Hi, Stephanie. I have a bit of an issue. I got a promotion four months ago in my job. It's basically managing people I once worked alongside of. It turns out I'm crap at what I do. I can't manage these people because they're stonewalling me at every uh, corner. For example, if I assign them work to do, they might object or tell me it's too much. I'm getting attitude all the time. I'm not a good manager and the people who I once have had lunch with daily or drinks with after work are no longer including me. I have a feeling Mr. Yates will tell me, I'm glad you call me Mr. Yates, <laughs> uh, will tell me to grow up. But here's the thing. My house is in negative equity, something the media no longer seem to cover, by the way, and I'm a single mother of one. I needed this promotion because of the money and was proud of myself. Now I feel like I shouldn't have bothered. Please help me, as I'm trying to be more assertive, but it's not working. And she signs off on you. Okay, Stephanie, what are your thoughts? Hi, Ivan, how are you? Um, My thoughts, well, I've definitely met a number of people who've come in to me with this exact kind of problem. So it's not kind of new to me in that way. Um, I think what's very difficult is if you're making that step across to supervise people that you have already, you know, been working alongside of. There has to be, I mean, you have to make a transition and that transition kind of has to be managed and it has to be clear and you have to know what has to change. So it does take a little bit of, rather than jumping right in there, that's why people are often offered a little bit of training, a little bit of step back, so that they can reconsider their role and reconsider what they're not only what they're going to do in the new role, but what they're not going to do now in this new role. You know, kind of what changes they need to make. And I just get the impression that this girl has sort of been promoted, got the job. Now, we could be wrong. We're only working off the ladder. But that she's been promoted. She got the job and she feels good about it and she feels proud of it. And that's a proper order. And but she isn't. She doesn't seem to have had that phase to think about, is there a bit of resentment in there? Are her friends looking at her and these people who were quote unquote friends, are they uh, looking at her and saying, who does she think she is now? So there has to be this change. It's like a change of gear, isn't it, really? One of the things, I mean, there's lots to talk about in this, but one of the things that's often mentioned to help people in this transitioning phase from one to the other is, is to meet the staff members, meet your colleagues individually rather than all in a group. In other words, you sort of sit down with them and and chat through, you know, it's going to be a little bit different now. And obviously, I have my own concerns. I don't want you to feel ABC, but this is the way, you know, I was going to approach it. Have you any ideas? So there's a little bit of a, you're kind of getting people on board with you. And I think there seems to be a few things missed there. The A few opportunities, do you know what I mean, for training. And the other thing is that if people like this girl here, um, it's quite stressful if you don't feel trained for the job. 
Do you know, it's that, that's very well recognised that the more training you have, the clearer you are, the less stress there is for you. And you can see here, here she is in the middle of, as I say, a muddle of relationships. And that is really stressful for her. She's wondering, you know, she's wondering what to do with all this stonewalling, all this I can't, you know, oh, I can't do that. That's too much. I don't think that's reasonable. That's all very hard going for her. And she needs to get on top of that and see what it is exactly. Is this reasonable or is it not? And I think since she already did the job, she must have a very good idea about what is reasonable and what's not. Okay. So how should and could she be more assertive? Well, she says that she sounds to me like assertive is she probably is reasonably assertive, but I don't think it's just about assertive. I think it's about being having a little bit of strategy. As I say, there's there's two things to think about. A, could she do things better? If she was in front of me, I would be invi- advising her to take note of everything that's happening and write it down. The things she's not happy with. OK, step back a bit. You know, do less pushing and do do less of that for a little while. Just try and take a little bit of pause, take a little bit of considering, because that's what's going to help her to make good decisions a little bit later. Also, if she take note, takes note, for example, I've asked you, Ivan, to do something, let's say in this, you know, I've asked you and five times you've said, oh, that won't work or um, that's going to take much longer than this or, you know, some kind of but we were, you know, some kind of blocking kind of uh, strategy. Well, if you did that a number of times, wouldn't it be quite reasonable for me to say, interestingly, the last three times I offered you, you know, a task to do, this is what you came up with. And while they might deny it, you would have it written down there. And that's, I mean, that is a simple strategy for her that I think she should consider taking. The, the other one, of course, is while people don't like the word bullying, there is such a thing as upward bullying. And uh, if somebody now we would we always say bullying is when it's targeted at you, it's consistent and it's intentional. And so if these staff members are like as a group. Oh, you think she's being bullied? I'm just putting that question mark there that she could be experiencing what is termed upward bullying, which is the is bullying. Is that collective? That it can be individual They're all or collective. Up on yeah, her. but it can be individual or collective. Okay. But she's certainly portraying it, isn't she? Like that it is a group of people. So it is a collective thing. Now she has to be sure, of course, and she has to check it. And again, that's where the notes come in, keeping your notes. And then in the cool light of day, you can sit back and discuss it with someone. It doesn't have to be you know, somebody mm. very clinical or anything like that. It could be a senior manager that she trusts. Somebody else who's higher up the chain who can who could sit down with her and you could say in a nameless way, I'd like to go over this with you. Could you advise me? Tell me, what do you think? Is it unreasonable? I mean, I remember in, you know, when I used to work in Erlingus, I definitely would have used that strategy and talked to somebody much more senior mm. and said, look, bit of advice. People, people love actually to be asked for advice. So mm. I think, you know, somebody would do that in a very benevolent way and I would encourage her to think about that. Okay, well, first of Your all, own I, 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 <laughs> I have direct experience of this. Okay. I had 60 betting shops and I had uh, ended up with 12 regional managers where someone would be promoted as a very good shop manager, the best shop manager, and I put them on the road to look after all of the Northwest or all of whatever, of six or seven shops. So their job would be to go once a week, speak to the manager and say, well, you know, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, or you're doing that well, or whatever, you know, we're trying to drive sales or whatever. And and I found, quite honestly, that uh, you, you did promote 
and it wasn't me who did it, but mm-hmm. uh, you did promote people who were good at one job and they weren't good at another job. And it may be the case that Anya, yes. you're actually very good at one level, but everyone is often promoted to a level beyond which they're doing. The second thing is, I would say to her, if she's not delivering in the management role she's in, it won't be long before her boss knocks on her door mm-hmm. and the sins of those under her are going to be blamed on her. on her. So she's got to deal with this certainly and she should go first to her boss and say, I'm having these problems, mm-hmm. please, and you use the word training, I need to deal with this, I need to punch through this. And I actually came to my own conclusion, say now we go a higher level. Yes. overall kind of national manager, someone who's managing the 12 yeah. uh, things. And because you, you might pick the best regional manager to do that. There's only one thing, and this will sound absolutely old school, absolutely outrageous. I just wanted to know one thing in a manager. Can you do conflict? In other words, yes. there are some people who say, OK, I'm hearing you, Stephanie. I'll, I'll, I'll accept what you're saying about mm. this. There actually comes a thing to say, no. I'm not taking no for an answer. This is the way I want you to do it. And unless you're prepared to stand your ground. So I actually mm. found, I, I would ask the people who are interviewing someone for a manager. I said, I just Check want you that. to just, can this person do mm. conflict? Because mm. it's actually something you're born with. You yes. either do conflict or actually you find it too distasteful, yes. unpleasant or whatever. So mm. I think Anya's got to A, have a chat with her own boss mm-hmm. and say, I'm having these problems. But she also has to probably come to a conclusion do I do conflict or not? Yeah, it's a really interesting, uh, I mean, as you say, you're an experienced guy at it, um, you know, at the managing and all of and that. people couldn't and do conflict. I agree with you. And the other thing is, so really what you're pointing to here, and I mean, you're right, there's a few key things you have to have to be a good manager or supervisor. You've got to be willing to create some distance from the people who are there. They're not her buddies anymore. And actually, I don't think they're her buddies anyway. But so I think she needs to think about that. You have to have a distance. You can't supervise and manage people and be their best friend. Can't do it, so that's first step. And she needed to think about that. I think she has the capacity. I would slightly uh, go against you in that I don't think she has shown in any way that she hasn't got the capacity. I think she just hasn't got the mindset right. She's not getting the results. Well, she's only newly promoted, so she can make changes. The other thing is you have to look at the emotional factor, coming back to that. As you said, some people are born with it. Some people want to be popular. Yeah, but I'm not sure you see it's born with that. I wouldn't agree with that. I think it is that some people are not as overwhelmed by criticism early in their life and by conflict early in their life. So they come at conflict and they come at criticism in a very positive way as something to be sorted. So they don't sort of, you know, buckle inside when somebody starts giving out to them. Some people do buckle, some don't. And you're right there in saying if you really buckle when people criticise you or when people are in conflict with you, you're going to find managing very, very difficult. So she needs to take that on board. What's emotionally driving her here? Think again, as I, I was, you know, mentioning earlier, think think again about the job. Why did you want the job? Put that back in view. Relook at these friends and that you're calling friends. I don't think they're your friends. And if you want the money and you want the job, you have got to, you, you know, you've got to walk the talk. You've she got to do it. She does seem to need the money. Yes, and that's a very good reason to hold on to the job. Plus, she's clearly been judged to be capable of it. Would you screw it. your friends for money? Yeah, bring it on, you know. 
<laughs> it's not screw your friends, Ivan. It is. I think those friends, friends. No, no. I think those friends are screwing her because they know they are very, very well capable of knowing that it's not easy for her to make this transition. And they are. It's like a teacher coming into school where young people, you know, will see the vulnerability. It's actually not a nice trait. And would I would say to her, check yourself on you. Would you do that to others? And then see if they're your friends. Personally, okay. I'd dump them. Well, certainly, I think she should have an urgent chat with either her head of HR or her own boss that she reports to because it won't be long before she receives a knock on the door for non-performance and management. And if she preempts that yes. and says, look, I'm having this grief because I was such a colleague of theirs, I need to kind of change my game face here. And I think then she might get the training that's required to do all the one-to-one things, yes. keep notes and all that's right. that you're saying. And okay. one to one. If you have a query, send it in to us, the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. And that's my lot, not only uh, from Stephanie Regan and my thanks, but also my thanks to the entire team. Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Elaine Power, Kira Courtney, and Steve Daunt. On sound, we had Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy. Um, I won't be on the box tonight, but uh, I will be back with you at 4 pm tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your evening. Thank you.